Welcome back from the desk of Loke. I have with me somebody who I found through Kid Vicious's appearance. Uh, salute to Kid Vicious for that. Um, I have with me somebody who's from Detroit. He has uh, two amazing albums. One's called At Ards Until I'm Even. And he recently, recently released his second follow-up to that, Thornton Mellon. I have with me from Detroit, Mr. Uh, V-Styles on the phone. Hey, what's good, brother? How you doing? I'm doing very good, sir. How you doing, sir? I see you're coming off a uh, very good release and getting a lot of positive feedback, so I'm glad to see that. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, the you know since Wednesday, um, you know, the response has been uh, very overwhelming. I'm super thankful. I, w I work hard on this project. And, uh, you know, uh, it's just... Uh, like, I'm still in wild mode right now, man. I'm super appreciative of, of the overwhelming response that, I, that I've gotten from it. So, I'm just uh, curious, uh, V-Styles, um, how did the V-Styles journey begin? Wow. Um, I've been I've been a hip-hop dude, you know, this is my culture. I grew up in this culture. You know, I've been... You know, a B-boy, you know, I've been an aerosol person where I, where I spray. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I'm not going to say I'm the greatest DJ, but I know how to spin records. Um, and, you know, I'm an MC, man. I grew up in this culture, man. So, um, I can go back to being in the sixth grade in my first talent show, Breakdancing, um, with my old man that checking me out. Um, the MC part of me took a real serious side after the year, um, 96, October 4th of 96. I got shot, um, after on a date, you know, I, I, I read about that. Yeah, I got, I got shot on October 4th of 1996 and, um, instead of going to see a therapist about that nightmare I decided to really focus on writing rhymes to get me through it and you know as time went on I kind of just you know I'm not going to say created myself but as time went on I got better and I kept getting better and you know, years later, this is what you have. You have a person that, that use hip-hop as therapy to get shit off his chest to make me feel better about just life in general. And, uh, you know, hip-hop saved my life, you know, through the rhyme form. So um, I'm super thankful that, you know, first and foremost, I'm still here, but... It took that for me to really get focused on writing, you know, because for years I was in a crew called The Last Ones Out, still in a crew called The Last Ones Out. Shout out to my man, uh, Low Lewis, uh, Mighty Vagabond, my man, uh, Zoe, Snitch, uh, let's see, uh, my man, uh, Sanchi the Misfit, Coco, Jet Black. Pop Squally, you know, Grim, R.I.P. Um, you know, the last ones out is the crew that raised me. Um, they actually, two of them, you know, I, I put them on a secret record after Mom and Pops um, for my latest release, Thornton Mellon, man. But I grew with those guys. And as time goes, you grow. I wasn't the most confident guy back then, but um, because of them dudes, they kind of like put me on that journey. So I'm forever grateful, and we still family and crew to this day. Did you guys ever release like a mixtape or like a full body of work featuring you and all of them? Uh, I wasn't on it, but they um, they kind of. Um, like, I had just got out of the Marine Corps, and I was working here in Michigan. And we'd all here work 
But when I got home from the military, they decided to move to Los Angeles, and I wasn't able to move to Los Angeles at, at the time. And they uh, wind up releasing a compilation on Sony Immortal. Um, I think they got plugged through Davina. She was on Loud Records, but they wind up um, being on a compilation, and the song that they had was called uh, Just To Be Famous. And if you, I can't remember the name of the compilation, but if you Google Just To Be Famous, last one's out, you'll see that it was on Sony Immortal. And you also see on that compilation artists that you still rock with to this day. There was a couple people on there that still like, you know, like major, you know, or major independent hip hop artists. But uh, um, in Michigan, very big man. We, you know, we was like a Wu Tang before the Wu Tang. I mean, at least before I knew of the Wu Tang, you know, it was a lot of us that were in Last Ones Out, and you know, similar to Wu, you had your your, your main body featured MCs, then you had people that were around that rhyme, but people really didn't know that they rhyme. I was one of them dudes. I was, you know, yeah, I rhyme, but we never did, like, records. We didn't start doing records until, like, kind of recently, and which is weird. But that's where I grew, you know, them dudes, you know, Low Lewis would judge battles that Eminem was in, you know, and, and that's real. Um... I'm just super thankful that they were the the people that, you know, made me say, hey, you know, I want to do this. Even if I wasn't the most serious artist back then, they inspired me to, to get into the rap portion of hip-hop. But I've always been a people in my life, my, my entire life, everything revolved around hip-hop. Well, it's like what you said, uh, music does save your life, and look where you're at now. <clears throat> you got two good projects out right now, and then you're working with uh, some of the people that you admired, like Pete Rock. Um, one of my questions was, too, um, so when you work with somebody who you grew up listening to... Wait a minute, say, say that one more time. Oh, I said, um, so it's it's good that hip-hop saved your life, because now no, that no, you got uh, two amazing... It might that that might be my signal, brother. Let's do this again. Oh, okay. Um, okay, can you hear me now? Yep. Okay, so um, when you're coming off uh, two very good albums because music saved your life, like Thornton Mellon and Against, um, Against All Odds, I'm just wondering, too, like, when you work with somebody who you admire, like a Pete Rock or like a Master Ace, what's that feeling like when you listen to the finished record for the first time, like when you hear like the finished product before you release it? Um, you know, uh, I'm super lucky. I'm able to record with people that I can honestly say that I think that are, you know, people that's in my life anyway. You know, I've been able to build with certain people in the music just becomes the easy part of that. Um, but as far as, like, those feelings, you know, I flew to NY to record with Pete. I've known Pete uh, some years now, and to finally be able to go to NY to record with him, um, it's pretty pretty fucking surreal, man. Yeah, because that's on Illmatic. He um, made one of the beats on Illmatic. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, probably the biggest record on Illmatic, um, The World Is Yours. Yes, sir. You know, you talking about, you talking about the same dude that helped run DMC resurrect their career with Down With The King, the same dude that made Don't Curse With Heavy D, the same dude that made When They Reminisce Of You. Pete Rock is one of the illest producers Definitely one of the goats. If you don't consider him a goat, you need to check yourself. Pete's that guy. Um, but I've been trying to work with Pete for years, and you know, finally uh, we had a show um, here in Detroit where I opened up for Slum, and he was here. Uh, of course, he was a uh, well. I opened up for him. You know, Slum was on the show, but I opened up for him. Yeah. 
and um, it just was kind of crazy uh, meeting him and you know him knowing my body of work, and we just vibed, and you know we planned out. Uh, you know, I hit him up, told him what I was working on, and he sent me a couple joints. And uh, you know, I didn't know what I was going to do, but. You know, I made plans to go to New York and record with him. I just wanted to do it as organic as possible. So I booked some time at DITC Studios and, um, you know, I get there and, you know, first person to greet me was my man OC because I've known OC for some years. And, you know, he held me down and, and you know, took me to the DITC studios where I met Showbiz for the first time. And I'm walking in the studio, seeing all these type of plaques, man, Jay-Z, Fat Joe. Like, you name it, I'm walking, the, I'm looking at walls, and it's like a who's who of gold, platinum records. Like, walking in, like, wow, this is crazy. Um, so see, I got footage of Pete dumping the beat. Um, you know, into the board, and it's you know easily one of the most incredible. Like I'm, like it happened last December. You know, so you're talking about a year ago it happened. Yeah, and I still feel the same way. And, and, and I still feel the same way. Like, wow, I can't believe that happened. That was just the illest, man. So I still the answer to your question is I still can't believe I got records with Pete Rock. I, I still can't believe I got a, a, a records that I have, man, because... Oh, don't worry. We'll get into those. Say again? I said, oh, don't worry, sir. We'll get into those. <laughs> uh, it's all surreal to me, man, uh, because these are people that I'm always going to be fans of, but they're my brothers. They're my brothers now, so... It's just, like, for me, it's just a different vibe. Like, wow, I got records with, like, people would kill to have records with people that I have uh, with. And it's little low little independent V over here, you know, doing it the way, and, you know, some people go, oh, man, you got amazing. Nah, man, I, what I've done, I've been able to build relationships with people, man, to where it ain't about music. How about being in Detroit and calling V, and say, yo, V, what's going on, man? Let, let, let's hook up. Let's go get something to eat. Or calling me out the blue. Hey, man, how's your parents doing? I heard, you know, like these are real relationships. The music is the easy part. You know, so. Because it's okay. Um, you know, what works for me may not work for anybody else, but I'm super blessed, straight up. So, uh, yeah, I'll definitely say because, um, like you said, one of my favorite albums by you is actually your debut at all until I'm even. Um, I love the songs mm -hmm. Orlando, Daredevil, Rough Rugged and Raw, and uh, the joint with Kid Vicious and Canava. Uh, build. Uh, build. Yes. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what drew Apollo me? Apollo Brown produced that. Shout out to Apollo Brown. Oh, yeah, he recently produced, um, he actually produced a lot of joint albums that I like with Planet Asia, Guilty Yeah, Simpson, he got a, he got, he got a joint Ortiz. album called Mona Lisa with, uh, with, uh, with Joel Ortiz. Yes, sir. Um, I'm actually curious, too, about your debut album. How long would you say that took you? Would you say that took, like, your entire life to put your, put your all into that album? Or would you say it just took a couple years because you've been doing it? Um, it took a couple years. Um, you know, I dropped a record here and there. Like, first, you know, I, I had a deal, like, in 2002, 2003 with Koch. I was uh, on his label. I, mean, I was on uh, well, I was on a label called Maximilian um, Entertainment, and I was in a group called Anomaly. And, you know, we put a, a record out called Bring It. Uh, we put a couple records out, man, but we was getting a lot of spins around here, and you know, we wind up getting, you know, a little deal with Koch, and it never came out because uh, of, you know, our manager. Manager just, you know, in my opinion, didn't know what the hell she was doing. So, you know, she made a hasty decision that she didn't want me to record anymore, you know, when it was all my 
idea as far as all the producers, all the songs, with the exception of like one or two, like everything, like was my brainchild. So after that bad experience, you know, I had to sit out a little while because, you know, I'm out of a group, I'm out of the deal. Um, she thought she could just cut me off the records and put somebody else on there, but of course the vibe wasn't the same. Um, I had to sit back for a couple years because I was on paper. I really couldn't do anything. But what I did realize throughout all that is if I did that with that project, I can do the same thing for myself. So how would I be able to do the same thing when I don't have that money? Um, you know, I started building, man, and you know, just throughout the years, I built literally with everybody, um, everybody that that I like. Uh, I could see that on the ground too, like uh, Russell Peters. Like you're hanging around like big names too. Yeah, you look. I'm gonna tell you something, man. Um, Russell Peters. First time I met him was at uh, the the Pop Duke Family Reunion show a couple weeks and a couple weeks ago. And when I got there, you know, after I performed, you know, he came up to me because he was hosting and he, he said, yo, V, he was like, man, what's the name of your album that's coming out, man? He was like, oh, that shit is dope. And, you know, people tell me my stuff is dope and I get that. And sometimes it, it, it be part of what people say, man. But he said, and I was like, man, thank you. I appreciate that, man. So, um, Bump hit me he was like, yo, V, and Russell Peter said, your shit was, was, was cold. And it was real because Bump wasn't there. Bump was downstairs preparing, you know, Bump got this thing he do when he getting ready for his show, and you don't bother Bump. You know, you just let him prepare for his show. But um, the next day after the show, he was like, yo, Russell Peter said, yo, your shit was cold, man. So I was like, wow, that's pretty fucking dope, man, you know, that was real, that was a real moment, um, so I hit him up, and on Instagram, like, yo, man, I heard about your kind words, and that really, that touched me, man, that's pretty dope, and he was like, dog, yo, shit, when he said, he sent me a message, like, yo, your shit was dope, I think I posted it up, I posted it up, um, and, you know, because I was just so taken by the fact that somebody of that stature would, like, little old me, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's just how I look at it, man. I'm My whole life is about humility, man. So, you know, I know we live in a, in a world where everything be smoking mirrors. Yeah. And that was a real moment for me. It was a real moment. So, I, I am, you know, I'm just super thankful for that. And, you know, that's one of the dopest shows I've, that's probably the dopest show I've ever done. You know, so, um, I've rocked Stadiums. I've rocked palladiums. I've rocked arenas. I've rocked little amphitheaters. I've done a lot of stuff, man, big and small. But rocking that SOBs in front of that crowd of legends and up and coming hip hop artists and seeing Keith Murray in the front row just being a fan and having people come up to me and tell me my shit was dope. And, you know, it makes you believe in yourself even more. You know, it's like, yeah, that that's what I'm here for. I, I'm here for that. that you know, I've, I've had some, some pretty dope moments, man, that's, but that's a real dope moment. And it's all about the energy, too, that people bring, too. You know, again, you know, I'm a dinosaur, so I've been around, and, you know, sometimes you can't tell when some shit is real and when it's not real. That shit was real in SOBs, man. Me and Gov, we rocked out. And when we got off stage, you know, we had people like, yo, that shit is cold. That, I'm talking about legends in the building, like, Melly Mel, like, The forefathers know, right there. Being, uh, DJ Evil D, like, yo, your shit is cold, son, da 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 I'm, I'm, I'm just a dude from New York, man. I can't walk, I mean, see, I'm just a dude from Detroit. I can't walk up the street. Like, Motown, you know, we are Motown, but... Motown is located in, you know, in, in California or wherever their offices are at. They're still a label, but they're not here. So, yeah. you know, when you don't have, when you don't have those same avenues and then you having guys that 
you literally look up to tell you that your shit is dope. You know, for me, it's like, you know, people talk about money and all that stuff. That's cool. But, and we all want to get paid from stuff that we love doing. That's true. But you have to, when you, when you love it, it's not a job. I've loved hip-hop my entire life. And then I am hip-hop. So, for the people that made me, that made me want to get into this, tell me that they like my shit. Yeah. Yeah, you talk about, that's a down payment on anything, man. That's just a down payment on your love. You know, to get the respect of your peers is everything. I think everybody should want the respect of their peers. And yeah, it's very true. You are hip hop because when I actually listened to your music, um, the joint of Skyzy, I was like, "Yeah, this shit bangs." And I was, like, I actually got that on my playlist. Yeah, the Respect record is crazy because that was around the time I had just got that beat around the time that I was shooting the video for at, for um Rough Rugged and Raw, and I can remember um. Let's see. It was me and Crook and I in, in the ride. And Crook was like, yo, V, I want to get on that. But I, I, I couldn't do that because I, I I think I had something in mind for him other than that. But I'm a fan of Sky Zoo. Like, um, Sky Zoo is probably the only person that I didn't have a relationship with at the time. But we have a relationship now, which is pretty dope. You know, he's a good dude. Um, I reached out to him. I was like, yo, man, I, I want, want you to get on this record, you know, um, called Respect. Um, my man Big Gov produced the joint, and I sent it out to him. And that was the first record that I recorded for Thornton Mellon. I recorded that record before the, the album was even called Thornton Mellon. I just was recording new records. And I, I, do, I do music kind of organically. Like, it got to make sense for me to... To, to do it yeah. I'm a, I'm a, and I try to rock with people I, gotta, I, I try to rock with people that I'm legitimately fans of because they push me as an artist you should always at least in my opinion you should always want to test the boundaries of, um, against people that you admire that's very um, true at least from, at least from a rap skill set man um, the relationship is the plus side, but I want—I always want to rock with people that's going to make me better or going to push me to be the best. And even if you don't feel like I was the best on that record, you can tell—you can tell that I, I'm coming for it. You know what I'm saying? Because you—you you want that person to push you. When I'm on a record with with Royce. I know I better bring my A game. So I bring my A game. I try to bring my A game every fucking time on the record, man. And, you know, whomever it is, generally, like, I don't really rock with people that don't push me. Yeah. Um, I always rock I, I always rock with people that's going to bring the best out of me, man. So me and Sky recorded Respect. I sat with it for a little bit. I said, yeah. This is, uh, you know, we did, we did, we did the joint, and I sat with it for a couple, for a couple months. And what I do is I record, and I don't go back to the record. I might listen to it for a day, but I don't go back to it for a couple weeks to see if it give me the same feeling. Because sometimes you can be in the mode, and you can record, and you listen to the song all, all the time, and now you hear it a certain way all the time. I like to record, listen to it for a day, and then maybe put it up for, you know, a week or a month and move on to the next and then come back to it to see if it give me the same vibe. And if it give me the same vibe, I know it's a keeper and I'm going to set that off to the side and move on to the next. Because I record a lot of joints for this new album, but only only 12 made it. Yeah. And actually, 11, but the 12th track was a secret track. But I, I record a lot of records for this project, man. And these are the ones that, that... And I got other records that people ain't heard. But trust me, you know, I, I knew I had 
knew I had to get the people something before the end of the year. And I'm coming back strong in the beginning of 2019. So, um, I love to see the motivation in, in that too, in the, in that story, sir. Um, you know, uh, it's actually a question I was going to bring up later, but um, I'm going to ac- actually ask it now. Um, you worked with uh, somebody in my top five, and uh, it was a dream come true when I got to interview him because dudes in my top five. Uh, how did you meet Crook? Oh, ha! Um, wow, Crook, I met Crook through Royce. Um, in the in the origins, in the beginning of the Slaughter, when Slaughterhouse was just coming together, I met Crook through Royce, and then, you know, we started building on our own. Um, uh, I can remember him being at the collection party in, uh, uh, in New York at uh, the Highline Ballroom, and... I was running around a lot that night, man, because it, it was bumping uh, DJ Premier, man. But, you know, I was a fan that night that happened to just be, you know, people kept seeing me with bumps. So they was like, okay, he must be part of what's going on. But, no, I, I was a person that was literally in fan mode that turned into something else that night. You, you could find footage on YouTube seeing me on stage with all type of legends and, you know, I wind up, uh, I, I can remember, I had to, I wind up getting Big Suge from the door, and voice manager Kino and Crook was in New York, and they came to the show, and they wouldn't let them in, I had to go to the door, I'd be like, nah, man, that's Slaughterhouse, man, that's Crooked Eye, that's Kino, nah, let them in, Yeah. you know, let them in, I had to get them at the door, so they, you know, like, me and Crook been messing around a, a, a minute now, you know, um, he's a super good dude, we've done shows together, um, and if I call Crook, hit him up, it ain't never no issue, it's like, the only thing he'll say is, be when you need it back, uh, I need it back in, in about two weeks, he's, he's, he's a man of his word, he, he gonna have that joint back within two weeks, so, you know, um, I'm, I'm telling you, the game... The game is relationships, man. Money, money only gonna take you to certain places, man. Um, I know how I am. I'm not working with anybody just for the sake of bread, man. Because I care more so about my craft, man. And if you're not rhyming on a certain level, I don't care who you are. You know, it gotta make sense to me, man. And uh, Crook is a person that definitely is going to bring the best of my abilities out, man, because I only want to be, you know, you only want to test yourself around people that you feel like are it. And Crook is a person, you know, he's it, period. You know, I fuck with Crook, man. He's a good dude. Yes, he is, sir. Uh, I am going to front you. I cried after that interview with him. I didn't cry on the phone with him. I cried after, though. Cause like I grew up, cause I grew up, cause I grew up listening to the dude, and it's like what you said for like to work with somebody like that of that caliber who you respect. It's just mind blowing. Yeah, but you know what? The music. This is what I be saying though. The music be the easy part. Is knowing like you got to know your personnel, man. You know, uh, I'm thankful that these are my friends more so than the whole music, man. Because the music. The music gonna be there, man, if it's real. Um, but the relationships should be forever. You know? Yeah, because it makes everything more... Relationships more. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no go, go ahead. Go for it, bro. Um, it makes everything more organic that way, too. Exactly, exactly. So, And that's the only way I work, man. Well, you got to because like you can't you can't force it because if you because if you force something, it ain't gonna come out how it's supposed to. Exactly, exactly. Um, it, yeah, Crook is my guy. Uh, earlier in the interview, you said that um you recently named your second album Thornton Melon. That was actually one of my questions. W- what inspired the name Thornton Melon? Because um that's an unlikely name from at odds until I'm even to Thornton Melon. Um, as a kid, my mom took me to see that movie, 
And as a grown man to this day, that's still one of my favorite movies. One of my favorite movies, one of my favorite characters. Um, every time it comes on, I watch it like it came out yesterday. Um, it's a part of who I am. Um, I call it Thornton Mellon. That's my metaphor for the name Back to School. And, you know, the whole premise of it is I want to take people back to school on what hip-hop is supposed to be about. Rhymes and beats, dope concepts, stories, um, bars, you know, DJs, um, you know, hip-hop, period. I mean, uh, I, I... don't get me wrong, no disrespect to these new kids and nothing like that. They doing their thing, man, but, you know, my my bingo cat can come up with better bars than some of these dudes. <laughs> I feel like, to me, if it makes you feel better, sir, I don't even listen to the half this new shit. I like going back and listening to stuff when I was just, like, six years old. I'm like, damn, this came out when I was six? This shit is bumping like a San Quinn album. Exactly. Exactly, and, and all I know is bars. All I know is concepts. All I know is metaphors. All I know is stories. Um, you know, hip hop is supposed to inspire you. Um, I can remember learning my ABCs, learning about history, learning about just a lot of things to listen to hip hop music. I, I was taught, you know, I had meat and potatoes. You know, today all you're getting is candy and you eat too much candy, you're going to get sick. And that's what's happening right now. Everybody getting sick off this candy, man. So, you know, this is why, you know, um, you know, my brothers, you know, Bumpy, Bumpy Knuckles, man, he, he raps me strong. Um, I'm super thankful for him giving me a platform. I'm super thankful for him working with me. I'm super thankful for even knowing him and all this because I was a fan first, you know. So, yeah, my book is totally different than uh, the next person's book, man. Uh, You look at the things that I've done and I bet people think, man, I bet you eat. He paid eight dog. You might have to do that, you know. But uh, these guys more money no beats. You know, it's just the artists, just like they have their artist names. You know, I I call them by their names. You know, real sick because that we friends. You know, and, and again, my way may not be the best for everybody else, but you know, it's paid off for me, man, because um. You know, I feel like I've been able to make some quality stuff. It it always seems that the people who spit the most hardest bars are the most humblest people ever, I noticed. That's all I know, man. Humility. Humility is everything. Um, we got to be humble. If we not, people are going to, you know, of course you feel a certain way about how you are as an MC and you, you might feel this way or that way. But at the end of the day, you know, you're a human being and if you're not representing yourself accordingly, then people are going to look at you like, you know, who is this guy? He thinks he's this, that, and the other. Da, 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 da. You know, so I never want to come off like, you know, I'm you know, some idiot or anything like that. Nah, that's not what it is. I'm going to be always be super respectful. But, you know, whatever you give me, I might give it back to you. But I'm, I'm, I live my life on humility, man. You'll never hit me out of, you know, talking out of the pocket, man. I, I don't do that. Well, see, the world needs more people if you're kind of energy in this world because that's something that the world's missing. You know what, though? But the cool thing is that there are people that's like me. And those are the people that I'm talking to. I'm even talking to the idiots. And hopefully I can inspire them to come around. You know, because it ain't about you all the time. You know, you got to 
got to be outside the box, man, and, and care about somebody else sometimes because the moment ain't all about you. And that's and karma is real too because if you do good things, good things will come back to you. Oh, indeed, indeed, and that's happening as we speak. Um. So I'm just wondering too. Um. So one of my favorite tracks from Thornton Mellon is Mom and Pops. Did you choose to um, always have that as the ending track before the secret track? Say again, brother. Um, I, I, I heard that. I heard everything you said except the last part. Did I choose what? Oh, and did you choose for that to be the last uh, song of the project before the secret song? Um, hold up. No, sir. Because, like, that's actually, like, um, one of the things I was going to tell you, uh, now I got the chance, that's the perfect way to end an album like that, too. Word. That was, that was all Jeff, my boy Jeff Edwards, man. Uh, Jeff is Little Wayne's uh, engineer as well. Um, he, you know, he just coming off a platinum plaque of uh, that, that Carter Five. Uh, I still have to check that album out, sir. Yeah, yeah, Jeff, like, Jeff, you know, he put in a lot of dope work. I've been working with Jeff since 2004. He, uh, I think the first record we did uh, was the Clappy Hands record, The Mr. Cheeks. Um, and we've been working ever since. You know, he's gone to work with huge major artists and still working with these people, but, you know... We home team, man. We've been working together before all of that, so we're going to continue to work. It's good to see that there's still loyalty out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, who, my music, it ain't, see, the thing is, it's just not my music, you know. Um, I do, yeah, sure, I, I rhyme. Um, and you got the people that, you know, does the music, but then, you know, an MC is only as dope as their, their engineer. If you got a bold engineer, you're not going to sound as dope as what most people think you really are. But if you got an engineer that can polish you up, you know, make you sound, you know, people, be, you know, some. I, I had somebody one time, man, like, man, you got to put your music on next to Jay-Z's and it don't miss a beat. And I look at them like, is it supposed to? Because I'm a certain, at least in your eyes, I'm a certain stature. Nah. Nah, me and Jay Z might go to the same place and get our stuff mastered. You know, I've had my last al album was mastered uh, by Chris Masters, and you know, Google him. You know, if you don't know, just Google that name, and you know, if you want yourself to sound quality wise, you gotta mess with quality people, man. So I'm always gonna have quality people around me to, to make me, you know, sound good. But I also realize it ain't just me. You know, without them, we're a team. You know, Jeff is, you know, my man Jeff and Rudy, that, that, that's my that's my squad, you know. 
Well, at least we know that, you know, somewhere in this world, there's still loyalty out there, because I noticed that loyalty out there, it's, it's tough to find if you don't have, like, a relationship with the person. You may think you have a relationship with the person, but it all comes down to, like, the little actions they do. Oh, yeah, indeed. Indeed, and the goal in life is to keep solid people around you. Um, there are times that I mess up, and you got that person say, hey, man, you messing up. If that guy is your friend and he's telling you that, you take heed to that. Now, you can agree or disagree and keep it moving, but don't take offense to it. Because there are times where, like, damn, he did say I was fucking up, and I am fucking up. You know, when you tell people things, man, sometimes you care about them because I want people to tell me that I'm fucking up, you know, um, not in a literal sense because I, I conduct myself in a certain manner. But if I am, per se, messing up, I expect my friends to check me because I'm going to check them if I feel like they messing up. Real friends, police friends, period. That's very true. That's very true because you gotta look out for one another too if you really care about the person because like they make it yep. mad, they make it mad at the moment but it's just like yo I'm just saying it because I care about you. There has not been one time. There has been time. Look, Bumper have to cuss me out every now and then, but he also comes back and he'd be like, "Do you ever take offense to nothing that I say, man? That's why I rock with you." And you know, we had a point where we could tell each other how we feel about certain things. And we can agree to disagree. But it ain't going to change who we are or how we feel about each other. And like I said, I, I, I need people to check me and let me know if I'm out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? Because I try my best to never be out of pocket. But there could be a moment to where I'm thrown off by something. And I might be out of pocket and not even realize I'm out of pocket. But if I got a person say, hey, yo, man, you was wrong, and this is why. And I take that in like, damn, you was right. And I got to thank that dude for telling me that, because I ain't even look at it from that perspective. And it puts it into perspective for you once you hear it, too, and you think about it. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so, you see, um, I appreciate you being a very dope individual and taking the time out of your day to do this, Mr. V-Styles. Um, I'm gonna ask you a question that asks all of my guests, and I feel like, you know, you're a good person to ask this question to. Um, do you have any words for somebody in a dark place trying to see the light? Oh, man. You can take your time on that uh, one, sir. A lot of people, they get like, we're like, wow, that's a hell of a question when I ask that. Yeah, um... Depression is real. We are all human beings. Um, some people can handle things more than others, but sometimes, man, you know, you're looking for an outlet and you, and you might feel like you're alone because nobody hear you. Um, being in a dark place is not cool because it could take you somewhere that, you know, uh, you may not necessarily want to go. You know, I lost a girlfriend to suicide uh, in 97, um, shot herself. Um, to this day, I, I think about my life probably could be different if that person was still around. Um, and, and when you hear people say you don't, really know until after the fact you didn't see those signs when you see it after the fact that's true it's, it's really true man so that helped me be a much selfless person um when it comes to dealing with people man because i've had moments where you know i haven't been in necessarily the the, the right place but you persevere you keep it moving. Um, dark times are temporary. 
you know, moving beyond is every day. Every day should be a better day. Um, and never think you alone. And never, never be afraid to say, hey, I need to talk to somebody. I never talk to anybody. I keep it real. I, you know, I've been shot um, in the head. I lost a girlfriend to suicide. I've had double pneumonia. I've had a lot of crazy things happen to me in life. And after a while, it's like, man, pick yourself up. Let's go. Make yourself better. Um, if you feel like you're alone, you're not alone. You know, get out there and, and say, hey, man, I need to talk to you, man. You know, whether it be your mom, your dad, or your best friend, man. You know, at the end of the day, man, you know, people do care. And don't think that you're alone, man. You know, period. Just don't think you're alone. I think sometimes people... You know, they do things because they don't, they don't think people care. It's an outlet out there. Just don't be afraid to share it. Um, that's a really good answer. I actually hope someone takes that advice and runs with it because that, that was really deep. And I, I appreciate answers like that, too, because I just want to help people, and I hope that message helps somebody. Indeed. that's Life should be about that. Um... Again, I'm not a perfect person, but I care. I, you know, I, last year I was in, I went to go see my boy Chuck Winters in Canada. Chuck used to play for the Toronto Organizer. He had me come out and talk to his kids. And I talked to an auditorium of kids. You know, I performed a couple of records. And we talked about, you know, uh, you know, depression and, you know, suicide, or, you know, stuff like that. And I told them, look, and sometimes you don't know right here. Right there. who you're going to reach. And I wind up uh, talking to a couple kids, you know, after the seminar or after the assembly hall. And uh, they come up to me, hugging me. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you reach a hundred or one, as long as you reach somebody, man, and that's what's important, for real. You know, you got to use your light, man, to make people feel better sometimes. I know I've needed some people's light sometimes to make me feel better about myself. So if I got that light, I'm going to try to make somebody feel good about themselves, man. That's why I'm in the gym every day. Now, I remember when I was over 200 and some odd pounds, man. I lost 40 pounds. I'm at 170 pounds now. Um... That's motivation people right tell me I inspire. Thank you. People, people tell me I inspire them just by looking at that. And, you know, that makes me smile. You know, it's like, cool. You know, some people get it. They get what I'm trying to do. But it's like what you said. You got to keep those kind of people around you because you don't want a bunch of yes-men around you. Never want no yes-men around me. If I don't have nobody to cuss me out and tell me if I think I'm fucking up, then I'm doing the wrong thing. I feel you on that one, sir. Is there um, anything that you want to plug in before I let you go, sir? Um, first and foremost, I want to thank everybody out there that has purchased Stuart Mellon, uh, downloaded it illegally. Because that's what they're doing now. And, you know, it's cool. At the end of the day, I just want my music heard or listen to it, stream it. Um, however, you've heard it. Thank you for the kind comments. Um, it means a lot to me. I work hard on my music. Um, and I just want to give a quality product because I feel like we're not getting a lot of quality today. Um, quality today, my bus. Um, I want to. Shout out my big brother, my my mentor, Bumpy Knuckles. Um, I want to shout out my man, Big Gov. Salute to him. Um, and everybody that worked with me on my last two projects, man. Um, when I started doing this, all I ever wanted to do was put out one album, rock a couple shows. And, you know, I was good with that. Now it's, all about creating memory, 
giving you the best that I got, man. And uh, I got more in store. I definitely got more in store. Look for 2019. Thought Melon coming on vinyl with, uh, you know, I got a, a remix. I'm going to tell you now, but it's, you know, it, I'm going to debut with him here. All right, thank you, sir. Got a re I got a remix of The Tropolis coming. You know, P-Rock got me a remix for The Tropolis. And I put four of Detroit's best MCs on The Tropolis remix. I have Fat Cat. I have Guilty Simpson. I have Nolan the Ninja. And I have Book Brown. Uh, All on the Tropolis remix, and you not people not go hear it until the vinyl comes out, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get the, the vinyl pressed up soon. Um, I got the, the Respect remix, that 14 carat, 14 KT. Um, he did. That was the second part of the video when Sky Zoo comes on. You you hear the beat change. You go get that remix on there. You go get a couple records off of this album, but you go have a couple new records. So it's gonna be like a brand new project. So look for it, and it's only gonna be on vinyl. So you know you might be able to find the singles that I put out digitally, but the project is only gonna be on vinyl. So it's gonna be limited. That's coming. Um, me and Big Gov gonna put a project out next year. Me and Bumpy, we recorded an EP. Me and Bumpy Knuckles recorded an EP called Real Spit. We're going to get back in the lab sometime in 2019. We're going to some new records. Hopefully we can get this out this sometime this year. And I'm just going to continue to work, man. Um, you know, I'm trying to figure out what's, what the name of my next album is going to be. Um, but, yeah, I'm in a good place, creative-wise, life-wise. And I'm just living life, man. And... Never, never give up on what you want to do, man. Never give up on, on anything that you want to do, man. You gonna have people that don't even know who you are and think they know who you are. They always got something negative to say. Don't worry about what they say, man. Just do, and if you show that passion, it'll pay off for you. I promise that. I'm gonna take that advice, and I'm gonna run with that. Oh, yo, yo, and look me up on Twitter at forward slash V-Styles. That's V-S-T-Y-L-E-Z. Look me up on uh, Instagram with the same thing, forward slash V-S-T-Y-L-E-Z. On Instagram, look me up on my look me up on my, my artist page at uh, official V-Styles. That's official with the V-S-T-Y-L-E-Z. And uh, other than that, man, you know, salute to everybody, man. I, I appreciate y'all. You ain't picked that Thor and Melon up or that uh, Salamidin. Get both of them, catch up, and find out what's going on today. And with that being said, it's another episode from the Descalo featuring fellow Detroiter, V-Styles. Indeed.